0: Hi, I'm Satvik Srinivas, and this is Arnav Rastogi, and together we are co-hosts of the Backfield Rift. Thank you for tuning in. We have tremendous games this Sunday, with the defending champs, Kansas City, taking on Buffalo, and for the first time ever, a playoff showdown between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. With that said, let's get right into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we are here, Championship Sunday, four teams are left, and I mean... It's it's incredible uh, you know on the AFC side two i mean very evenly matched teams in the Bills and the Chiefs and I mean talk about the Chiefs anything is possible with the Chiefs I mean wow 35 year old backup quarterback coming in the to I mean ice the game and then on the NFC side you couldn't ask for a better matchup Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers, like you said, first time meeting in the postseason. I mean, that it, it's two prime time showdowns that you don't want to miss.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get start, started with the AFC championship game here. So Buffalo heading into Kansas City. What do you see here?
1: Yeah, so for for Buffalo, you know, they have all the momentum. And even when things looked dire in that game, they didn't really have anything going on in the first half. What struck me was that the defense stepped up. They, they, they bended, but they did not break. And you know, that 101 yard pick six by uh, Teron Johnson, I believe that that's going to go down in Bill's history as one of the most consequential playoff plays perhaps ever. I mean, So you're talking about a defense, which, you know, with the Bills, the story was Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley, all these guys, uh, just an explosive offense. But you really saw that the defense said, you know what? The offense isn't taking the reins of this game. We're going to step up and we're going to help win this game. And that's that's just the really, the big thing for the Bills, if they want to, win this game and head to the Super Bowl and perhaps win the Super Bowl. It's going to be have to be that complimentary football that we saw against the Ravens.
0: Yeah, and that defense for sure stepped up because on that play, if they score a touchdown there, that's a tie ball game, uh, 10-10, I believe, at that point. So then you know you never know what happened. So that was, that was the biggest play in that game. But for me, you know, looking at Buffalo's offense, And I I know the weather was really bad in that one,
1: right? The wind. So it was, it was windy. Like, I mean, the goalpost was like shaking. I was watching that. I was like, that's. Yeah.
0: yeah. And like, uh, the kickers, they had like four combined missed field goals. So not ideal weather conditions for sure. But Buffalo was still throwing the ball with Josh Allen. And I guess that's just a testament to how confident they are in their quarterback. And that's all good. Okay. Right. Um. I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen, but at this point, if do you think it's realistic to go into Kansas city and what, I don't know what, are they going to be throwing the ball like 40, 50 times? Do you think that's a really a formula that can succeed?
1: I mean, Kansas city doesn't have the best defense, you know, and you know, you look at Baker, I mean, they were able to have a good mix of uh, run pass, run pass. you know, get, getting back into the game. I, if I'm, if I'm Buffalo, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, maybe a, a bit more uh, overweight to the uh, passing game, especially cause you know, that that's a strength of yours, but I mean, you know, Zach Moss, he can, he can get it done uh, on the ground. So if, if I'm Buffalo, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm pretty confident in our chances going in, you know, Kansas city, outside of Tyron Matthew or Chris Jones, I don't see any real threats and, you know, Like we've said before, football is a team sport. You know, on defense, 11 guys have to play well together. And if only two guys are stepping up and elevating their play, I mean, the other nine guys can get exploited. And that's what, if I'm Buffalo, that's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. You know, Buffalo is going to have to run the ball. And it's not that they can't run the ball. We we see that they can get the ground game going. But I guess just their game plan was really – you saw what Baltimore did to Derrick Henry. I guess they were just not trying to have that happen, you know? So they really just made an emphasis to throwing the football. But for me, I feel like, I know Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, those are the big names on that defense. But just looking at that Browns, the final drive of the game, right? When they were down, this is right after Henny had thrown that pick and everyone's like, oh, this is the Browns shot to go down the field, score a touchdown and win that game. And – you know, there was there are people that are sort of questioning the play, calling there, whatever. I guess you could make the argument that it was conservative to a certain extent. And really from shotgun, they were trying to run the ball. And I guess that's what Cleveland does. That's their bread and butter. But Kansas City was able to shut it down in that point. And Chris Jones was getting into the backfield. And it's not just Chris Jones, you know. They have that interior that can really solidify and, and win that line of scrimmage. So I think I'm feeling a little better about Kansas City really forcing Josh Allen to steal the show, and he's capable of doing that. But I think if Buffalo is going to win this game, it's going to be because Josh Allen is the man, and I don't – well, we're going to see what happens, but I'm I'm just putting that out there. I think Kansas City is going to do a pretty good job shutting down that ground
1: game, even if the Bills try to do that. Yeah, and even even what you're saying, you know – you know, that last drive for the Browns. You know, the Browns, I feel like the Bills, they aren't the Browns offense. They're more explosive. And you know, the Browns offense is sort of predicated around um, sort of moving the ball ground and pound with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They're not an offense where it's like, um, you know, we're just gonna throw the ball methodically downfield. It's like run, run, third down, Baker gets it to Jarvis on time, you know? Even though Cleveland might put up 40, 30 points, all of that, that's because they're able to just run the ball down the field and score. That that's what it is. So and and if I'm Buffalo, you know, I I I'm not an offense who's that's predicated on the run. I'm an offense that's predicated similar to Kansas City, I would argue. The chunk plays to Stephon Diggs, those 20 yard receptions on third and seven to Cole Beasley, right? That's my bread and butter. And you're completely right. You know Josh Allen's gonna have to steal the show in order for the Bills to win this game. But then again, Josh Allen has done that time and time again, pretty much every every uh, game you you watch for the Bills. So, I mean, if I'm the Bills, offensively, defensively, they're in a role right now. All right. With with that said about the Bills, let's 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 flip the sides here. Let's flip the ball and look at the Chiefs because i mean they're they're in a bit of trouble here they're playing with hot, some hot water here patrick mahomes health is in question and we know in order for the chiefs to achieve anything in this game to win this game and go to the super bowl mahomes is going to need to be on the field you know chad henney he might have put up that drive but i don't know if it's gonna win them the game against the bills here what do you see
0: yeah no absolutely um For me, right, uh, you know, just looking at the report that came out today, according to Pro Football Talk, Chiefs list Patrick Mahomes as a full practice participant. So that's something, right? He's still – I think he's still in the concussion protocol, but that remains to be seen. But just looking at the Chiefs in that game, the Chiefs offense, I know there were those drives where they got into the red zone. They had to kick field goals instead of touchdowns. But they were – they didn't miss a beat, you know, it was like 21 days after week 17, they were still able to get those chunk plays, do what they do, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. So for me, if Mahomes is playing, I don't think I'm really concerned as long as you know he's healthy and they're not putting him out there if he's not healthy. So with that said, yeah, with Mahomes, I'm confident if he plays, but if it's going to be Chad Henney, then I guess that really more comes down to what Andy Reid is going to be able to do against Sean McDermott, that coaching matchup, and really who puts their players in better positions to
1: succeed at that point. But, but even with say, say Mahomes is healthy and he's able to play, don't you think Andy Reid is going to be a little more uh, cautious in terms of the wild plays he calls, because, you know, he knows Mahomes is coming off a concussion and the chances of re-injury, especially, you know, after getting a concussion are very high, you know, you need a bit of time to just get into the flow mentally. So don't, don't you think the playbook is limited in a sense, even if Mahomes is healthy and on the field? Well, I wouldn't say
0: limited because d- with with Patrick Mahomes, you have a lot you can do and simply just his ability to extend plays. But I think for sure you don't want him running the ball. You're not going to be calling any um, you know, quarterback keepers. You're not going to be running power or option with him. That's not what you're going to be doing. But I still think that if he's healthy and, you know, he just jogged right off the field. At first, he was like kind of shook up after that hit, but he was able to jog off. And, well, I, I don't want to use the word limited because, you know, that that feels like then we're, tra- we're talking about like a quarterback that needs to be like babysitted. Well, that's not what's going to happen for sure. Um, I, I think they're going to be able to just do what they do if Mahomes... Uh, really, it's just going to be to not get him hit, just keep him upright. That would be the goal. But
1: even off schedule, you know, he, I don't think Mahomes is going to just take off. Even if it's third and 10 and, you know, Mahomes can get it, but it's like, you know, you're going to have to go through one or two defenders. I don't think Mahomes is taken off. And then, and, and it's just, you know, some of those key drives, you know, two minute, that's something that you might have to do hey, hey. Uh, coming out the gate. Uh, in in the second half something that you might have to do just to keep the driving it's those little things that make Kansas City better and I feel like if you take it away I feel like you're taking that the part of the offense where they're able to just extend drives and just keep on you know pushing it on.
0: No you're right but the thing is I don't know if they're going to take that away because this is the AFC champ. they're playing for a trip to the Super Bowl this is all all cars on deck everyone's trying to win here so because if this was like a week 17 game, yeah, yeah, no, they're not going to really be trying to go all out, but this is the AFC championship. I I think they're playing to win this game for sure. And if that means Mahomes is going to have to put his body on the line, uh, he's going to have
1: to be safe, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the, these two offenses, which is really going to be the story of this game, they're one and two in the regular season uh, and pretty much every major offensive category, they're one and two. So it's going to be a spectacle to watch this AFC championship game. With that being said, who are you picking here? Are you gonna go with your principal? You're gonna go with your rule here, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, or are you gonna pick the upset here with the Bills?
0: Yeah, here's the thing, right? Today, today is this is Wednesday, and this might change if we get some reports. But if Patrick Mahomes is playing, I'm going with Kansas City. I think they're still gonna be explosive as an offense. I believe in that defense, I believe in Andy Reid, and that's not that's not to say Buffalo isn't capable of winning this game. 100%. I could see them winning this game. But if Mahomes is playing, I think they'll be explosive. And it's really going to come down to one or two plays this game. And I think Kansas City will make those plays if Mahomes is healthy and
1: he's in the lineup. All right. Mahomes or no Mahomes. I still think the Bills are going to win this. And it's my upset pick. And you know, I picked the Browns last week, and we nearly – nearly got it done this close this close if chad Henney, 35 year old chad henny just just he just had to pick up the first down there but look i'm going to pick the bills again uh this week i'm going to pick the upset on kansas city here i think the bills will walk into kansas city and win this game by two scores uh, i know i know that sounds big I, but i feel like i feel like i'm really confident here and look, Kansas City, they have just been in too many one-score games. I think nine straight now. Nine straight one-score games. And I, I just feel like they're playing with hot water here. And, I, you know, the Bills, they are the number one offense. The, the Chiefs, are they are the number one offense. And the Chiefs, they've been playing some mediocre offenses. You know, the Browns, they're not going to really run up the score. They're sort of about the ground-and-pound, nitty-gritty and you know get points when you need them and even before that with uh, teams like the Chargers the Raiders the Bills are dangerous and it's not going to be a one score game it's going to be a two score game and the Bills are going to take this one
0: all right bold take I like it so now let's take a look at the NFC Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady this one is about to be one for the ages, at least, at least we hope, you know, these, a lot of these big matchups have sort of disappointed in this season, but we'll see. So how do you feel the Buccaneers heading into Lambeau?
1: Let me just say this before I get into it. I'm not, there's no bold prediction here. You know, this is going to be a two score blowout game. This one goes, this one is going to be close. Um, But look, if I'm the Buccaneers, it's all about having this game close because Aaron Rodgers, that dude can tear it up. I mean, he was slicing through the Rams, the number one defense, like it was butter. I mean, so if I'm the Bucks and I'm that defense, the way that they created opportunities for that offense against the Saints, that is going to be crucial because otherwise man zone, it does not matter. Aaron Rodgers, like Stephen A. Smith says, he is a bad man. He will tear you up. So if I'm Tampa Bay, the key is to create opportunities here. That, that's the biggest thing because you saw the way they were able to be so successful in terms of opportunities, taking advantage of those opportunities. And so it's going to start with the defense for Tampa Bay. And, you know, that's really what I'm focusing on here with the Bucks.
0: Yeah, for for me, you know, you look at Green Bay and what they were able to do last week against the Rams defense. And I, I know uh, Aaron Donald was out for like a good part of the game. I don't know what's exactly happened with his injury situation, but that offensive line is playing top-notch football, okay? And in that first matchup, if you think back to Tampa Bay and what they were able to do to beat Green Bay and do it con- convincingly, they were able to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers And that was a huge problem. And that's something we brought up last week too. If the Rams were able to get that pressure on Rodgers, we said the Packers would have problems, but the Rams were not able to consistently get to him. And as we saw, he was comfortable. He was able to just do his thing. And I I think that's the same thing that this game really comes down to. And the one thing I will say is a a place where the Buccaneers might really have an advantage is their linebackers have speed and when you're talking about the Packers trying to run the ball, if Devin White, those linebackers, if they can beat Green Bay's blockers to the point of attack, that's going to put Green Bay into second and long, third and long, where instead if they, it was second and five or third and five, that would really give them more opportunities. So for me, that's really what it is, You know, getting pressure on Aaron Rodgers if you're Tampa Bay. And of course, the turnover game. That, that really... If you turn the ball over, it's not going to end well. Unfortunately, we saw that with your Saints. I'm not going to go too much into it. But I guess the same thing, you know, uh, the first game for the Packers, everything was going well, up 10-0. And all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers, you have two picks, and the game completely turned around. So just protecting the ball. I, I think Green Bay has that script. Mike uh, Matt LaFleur, excellent coach, I believe in what he's doing. They just have to be smart, not turn the ball over. They have this game at home. I think everything just lines up for them, except that fact that they are playing Tom Brady. So you ne- you never know.
1: I mean, I mean, everything comes full circle. You, you, you started off talking about the pressure, right, and getting pressure on Aaron Rodgers. What did that do when they played earlier in the season? That created turnovers. Turnovers, they capitalized on the opportunities, they scored touchdowns, and they won the game. And so if I'm Tampa Bay – I just got to do the same thing. I got to get pressure, got to create turnovers, got to capitalize on everything. And that's all I got to do. Uh, and, and you're completely right. You know, even 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 getting a, a, you know, Aaron Rodgers into a fourth and long, getting fourth down stop, I would consider that a turnover because you're giving the ball to the GOAT. You're giving it to Tom Brady, who can just drive down the field at ease and get a touchdown for you. So even fourth down stops are an opportunity. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm the Tampa Bay defense, so it's, it's good. It's really that that's the battle here. Can Tampa Bay's defense stop this high power, Aaron Rodgers led offense. And it's going to be interesting to see how Matt LaFleur plans around, you know, the speedy linebackers, uh, Devin, Devin White and Levante David, because they can wreak havoc on, on a team. I mean, they can disrupt the entire game plan. And we saw that against the Saints.
0: Yeah. And, and you said that, you know, Tom Brady could go down the field with these and don't get me wrong. Tom Brady is playing great football. You know, he's being smart. He, he's he's basically just doing what he has to do in order to get the most out of this team. And he's done that. But even I just feel like with the Saints, he, he just got put in so many great positions that really enable him. Because I feel like at the beginning of that game, you know, I picked the Saints last week and two like two or three straight drives Tampa Bay was going three and out and the Saints if they just put up touchdowns instead of field goals you have a completely different outcome so that's what it is you know if if Tampa Bay gets behind like 14 nothing i don't see them coming back in this game
1: exactly and, and that's the nuance with all we're saying. it's it's really hard to create those turnover opportunities against Aaron Rodgers and that that earlier game that was I would argue that's luck you know they, they get pretty lucky in that game. It is really hard uh, to get those opportunities and so I mean I mean that's that's the thing you know Tom Brady he looked so well last week against the Saints. Uh, that was because he was getting put at, I believe his average starting field position was the New Orleans 40. And when you get put in that position, it's virtually either a field goal or a touchdown. You're scoring with the GOAT at the helm pretty much every time. You're automatic. So that's the thing. You know, Tom Brady's really, really, he's going to have to put everything in into this game to create sustained drives to battle this uh, high power offense here. All right. With that said, who are you picking in this game? I'm going to have to go with the Green Bay Packers to head on off to the Super Bowl. And look, Tampa Bay is an amazing team. Don't get me wrong. I mean, their offense, they have all the weapons and their defense. I mean, those linebackers, the way Carlton Davis locked up Mike Thomas. I mean, they're playing lights out but here's the thing. And we just talked about this Tom Brady last week, he put up maybe one or I I believe two drives down the field where he drove 60 to 70 yards and scored either a touchdown or a field goal only two. And that's not going to happen against the Packers. They're they're not going to just turn the ball over like last time they kept receipts from that game. And so I'm looking at this game and I'm saying Aaron Rodgers is slicing through the number one defense in the league like that. God knows what he's going to do to the Tampa Bay defense. And I'm sure Matt LaFleur, he has a great game plan. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a one score game, but I I see the Packers winning here, probably 31, 24, 27, 20 ish. That type of game.
0: Yeah. um, I'm with you. I have the Packers winning here too. And I know I said that last week. You know, I, I, I said that the Saints were the better football team, and I still believe that. But I just think the Saints made a lot of mistakes that really cost them the game. I don't think Green Bay will do that, especially this time around. I think they're going to be safe with the football, and I think Green Bay is the better football team. I really like Devontae Adams and the Packers receivers in man against Tampa Bay, and I just think that. This is the Packers' year. You know they've been playing some great football. They're at home finally for that NFC Championship. I think this is going to be the year they get it done and get back to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I mean the Packers—they're they're in the spot they wanted. The playoffs—they're running through Lambeau, and they're—they're—they're they're, they're doing everything on their terms. So it's going to be really, really fun to watch two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks going at it in the championship game. So. We're going to see next week whose Super Bowl prediction is right. Zatvik, you have Chiefs-Packers contingent on Patrick Mahomes playing, and I tentatively have uh, Bills-Packers as Super Bowl. So we'll see whose prediction is right. All right, with that being said, thank you for listening to the 29th episode of the Backfield Rit. Be sure to tune in for our next episode where we're going to talk about some of the recent coaching hirings, some drama in Houston, some players on the move, all, all everything that's going on in the league minus the playoffs. That, that's going to be our Pro Bowl weekend. Until then, it's been Arnav Ristogi and Satvik Trinabas. Stay safe and take care.